Today's episode is sponsored by ZocDoc. Life is full of compromise, but there's one thing in life that you should never compromise on, your own health. That's why I like to use ZocDoc to find the best doctors for me. That's how I found my personal doctor, as well as the pediatrician for my little girl. ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book appointments with them online. Once you find the doctor you want, you can book them immediately. No more awkwardly waiting on hold with a receptionist. My favorite thing is that you can see doctor reviews. I mean, who wants to go to a doctor who makes you sit alone in a room for an hour and then rushes out after barely speaking to you? I love using ZocDoc because, to be honest, it's easy and I'm lazy. Go to ZocDoc.com RS and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash R-S. ZocDoc.com slash R-S. Welcome to r slash petty revenge, where a divorcing husband instantly regrets his divorce. Our next Reddit post is from Wintry Mix. My husband of 25 years decided that he wanted to split up. I unsuccessfully begged him to change his mind and spent a lot of nights crying on the bathroom floor. One thing to note is that I carry the health insurance for the family. He's self-employed. When he wouldn't change his mind, we filed for legal separation and he moved out. In the meantime, I got a banging new job that covers 100% of the health and dental insurance premiums for the entire family with a $100 deductible. Sweet! My husband is still allowed to be on my insurance since we're legally separated rather than divorced and it costs me nothing to have him on my insurance, but I'm petty as hell. So I charge him 400 bucks a month for insurance, even though it costs me $0 to add him. He's, of course, welcome to get insurance on his own in the marketplace, which would probably be double that cost. I make sure he knows it costs me nothing, not a zip, to have him on my insurance. And that his 400 bucks a month payment is funding my upcoming trip to Spain. If you have a legal separation, getting a divorce in my state is just a matter of filing a form and paying $60. If I did that, he couldn't be on my insurance anymore. So he's basically paying me $400 a month to not file for divorce after not wanting to be married to me anymore. I love it. OP, so I guess you could say that your petty revenge is causing him pain, but it's causing you Spain. Our next Reddit post is from Kalehaw. So, when I was in high school, I was on the speech and debate team. If you're unfamiliar, think drama club meets young Democrats slash young Republicans. I mostly did the public speaking events that focused on real-world political topics, and I loved it. I usually made it to the final in my events, but I had fun even when I didn't, and I made some really great friends from other schools. If I wasn't in the finals, I would go watch others who were competing to support my teammates. There was this one girl I saw at almost every tournament. Let's call her Mary. Mary and I didn't do any of the same events because she focused more on the drama side of speech and debate. But Mary was constantly comparing herself to other people and would get really arrogant if she made it to the finals in her events and I didn't make it to the finals in mine. Anytime she didn't make it to the finals in her events, she would cry and accuse the judges of not being fair, and then would pout in the cafeteria all throughout finals, and sometimes wouldn't even go to awards to support her teammates who did win something. In conversations, she was also a big one-upper. You could never talk about anything fun or cool you did, because she's always done something cooler or more fun. 
If you've ever seen Glee, she was a real-life Rachel Berry. She and I are still friends on social media, although we haven't personally spoken very much since high school. I've watched her flaunt two different failed engagements, along with a slew of random jobs that never seem to work out for very long. I don't post much on social media, so she doesn't really know what's going on with my life. My long-term partner and I found out in early March that we're pregnant. We had been trying for a baby, and we didn't think that it would ever happen because we had been told by doctors that our chances of conceiving naturally were slim, so this baby means everything to us. Before we even got pregnant, we had agreed on a name for the baby if we were to have the boy that we both wanted. In high school, my grandmother told me that if she had ever had a son, this was the name that she was going to give him. However, she only had two girls. I fell in love with the name immediately and told her that if I ever have a son, I would give her this name. She passed away while I was in college, but I'm still in love with the name and fully intend to honor that promise that I made to my grandmother. Thankfully, my partner also fell in love with this name when I told him about it. Fast forward to the present day. My partner and I were about one week away from finding out if we were having a boy or a girl. Then, one day on Instagram, I see a post from Mary announcing that she's pregnant with a boy. She's due two months before me. At this point, I hadn't announced my own pregnancy publicly yet, so Mary didn't know, but some of our mutual friends knew. One of them who was really close to her told me that she had shared her babyless name with her and that the name my grandmother picked was on that list. Mary had specifically said that she remembered me talking about liking that name at a speech tournament in high school and that name had stuck with her ever since, particularly because the name is shared by her favorite poet. She told our mutual friend that that name was her top choice, but her partner had a different preference, so they were still going back and forth about it. My partner and I recently found out that we were also having a boy, and we were going to use the name that we love regardless of what Mary names her baby, because what difference is it going to make? Especially because we don't even live in the same state, so these kids will probably never meet. It's also not a unique or rare name by any means, so to us, it feels silly to act like only one of us can use it. But this is where I got my small dose of petty revenge. After we learned the gender of the baby, we decided to go ahead and announce our pregnancy publicly. And since we already had his name picked out, we decided to include his name in the announcement. So Mary learned that I was also pregnant, having a boy, and using the name that I loved. I would be lying if I said that I hadn't thought about Mary's reaction when my partner and I made the decision to also announce the baby's name. Mary hasn't said anything to me about the baby or about our name choice, but apparently she's had a lot to say to our mutual friends. She said that if she can talk her partner into it, she still wants to use that name for her son. And since her baby will be born first, if I do end up using it for my son as well, then I'm just copying her. She's apparently become obsessed with trying to find out details about my pregnancy and my relationship with my partner since I don't post much on social media. She's been harassing our mutual friends asking about me to the point where several of them are starting to cut ties with her because it's getting to be too much. Even her partner has reportedly told her that she's going overboard and has apparently vetoed this name for their son because he thinks she's too weirdly fixated on it and me and wants her to stop stirring the pot. 
So, I'm having a baby with the man of my dreams, kidding to finally use the name my grandmother fell in love with decades ago, and as an added bonus, my friends from high school are finally seeing how weird Mary is for the way that she constantly tries to compete with different people. Our next Reddit post is from Significant Soft. My granddad used to own a piece of land next to a horse racetrack. Their land almost completely surrounded my granddad's land, except for him having access to a heavily trafficked public road. Their racetrack was laid out in such a way that their exercise track was placed north of my granddad's land, but their stadium was placed south of it. Way back when the racetrack was built, they asked my granddad if they could transport their horses across his land. There was already a maintenance road in place across my granddad's land, and since they only moved their horses, he didn't really mind because they also supported the local village. As a small thank you for this, the racetrack owners allowed my granddad and one guest to watch the races for free. Normally, watching a race only costs 5 bucks, not that much, but it allowed him to take me and all my cousins to watch the horses for free. Anyway, fast forward a couple of years, and my granddad passed away. My mother, who inherited the land, tried to bring her grandchild, my niece, to the racetrack to see the horses just like my granddad used to do. At the ticket counter, my mom was told that she had to pay for admission. That wasn't really that big of a deal because my mom thought they didn't know that she now owned the land. Afterwards, however, when she wrote to the racetrack to try to rectify the situation, the racetrack owners told her that she won't get admission for free because that was a one-time deal they had struck with my granddad and that deal was now off. Enter the petty revenge. A few months later, when we planned to cut down some of the trees on my granddad's land for lumber, my mother told the contractors to accidentally leave one or two logs across the maintenance road. The racetrack now had to load their horses on trolleys, and they had to use the busy public road instead of our maintenance road. They almost immediately sent an email to my mother apologizing and offering the same deal that my granddad had received if we would just remove the logs. My mother told them that that one-time deal they had struck with my granddad was now off. In the end, after some negotiating, we ended up with a deal where the racetrack owners now have to pay my mom around $400 a month in addition to her and her guests having free admission. Today's episode is sponsored by Liquid IV. I work out every week, so it's important to stay hydrated. Plus, on top of working out, I've got a three-year-old whose favorite after-meal activity is to run laps, like the little psychopath that she is. Clearly, I need all the hydration I can get. That's why I like to use Liquid IV for my workouts and just for my daily drinking. Liquid IV hydrates you with benefits like electrolytes, essential vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients. With three times the electrolytes of leading sports drinks, plus eight vitamins and nutrients in a single stick, it's clear why Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. And I mean, yeah, vitamins and electrolytes are nice and all, but what about taste? They've got white peach, green grape, raspberry melon, and my favorite, lemon lime. Tastes great to me. Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration with Liquid IV. Get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use code R slash at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code R slash at liquidiv.com. Today's episode is sponsored by Adam and Eve. You know, I read so many stories about cheating partners and unhappy marriages. Maybe people wouldn't be in such unhappy relationships if they spent more time nurturing their love life. 
That's why you should check out today's sponsor, Adam and Eve. They've got toys for men, toys for women, and toys for... How should I put this? Well, it's not exactly r slash am I the butthole. More like r slash I'm in the butthole. And yeah, I realize that ordering adult toys can be a little scary because you may be concerned about privacy. Don't worry, Adam and Eve offers discreet and free shipping for your package. Trust me, these people are experts in your package. You can get 50% off on just about any item, along with free shipping and rush processing. Just go to adamandeve.com and select any one item. It could be an adventurous new toy or anything you desire. Then enter code r slash at checkout. That's r slash, R-S-L-A-S-H at adamandeve.com. This is an exclusive offer specific to this podcast, so be sure to use code r slash to get your discount, plus 100% free shipping, and get it fast with rush processing. Use code r slash. Our next Reddit post is from Certain Scarcity. I used to work in the business office for a huge medical clinic. There was one girl who was the manager's secretary. She was really petite, very pretty, and a little southern belle. She was the darling of the office, but she was a grunt bully. She made fun of everyone who was overweight, to their faces, in front of everyone. I had just had my daughter, and she was relentless when I went to McDonald's for lunch one day. You should have gotten a salad for crying out loud, piggy. Because she was the prima donna in the office and the head of HR was her mom's BFF, nothing ever happened to her. Fast forward years later, I took my nephew to a birthday party this weekend. She was there with her three kids. Turns out that five marriages and three kids have not been good to her and she's now pushing 300 pounds on a 5 foot 3 frame. She looks huge! Those good looks of hers up and left a decade or two ago. She saw me and her jaw dropped. She said in the fakest voice and smile she could muster, You look so pretty. I had no idea you were that pretty. You're so tiny. I just smiled and said, Yeah, I know, and walked away. I got immense satisfaction watching this bully waddling around in the heat. Even her nose got fat. Me not saying anything else to her for the whole day was really making her uncomfortable. Our next Reddit post is from a rate legit. It's a long story, but I replaced my rose bushes in the front of my house. The front of my house, not my neighbor Karen's house, but my house. You know, the one that I own. Anyway, Karen comes over and knocks on my door and tells me that she doesn't like that I removed the rose bushes, and I told Karen that I don't care. She asked me to clarify what I said, and I said, I don't give an F what you think. Shocked, she goes, you can't speak to me like that. To which I said, well, I just did. And she goes, who do you work for? Thinking quickly, I say, oh, I work for the local HVAC company as a sales manager. And she says, oh, that's nice. Two days later, Karen comes over and tells me that I've never worked for the local HVAC company and that I'm lying. I smile and say, Oh, I forgot. I just changed jobs. I work at a local digital ad agency. Karen goes off on her merry little way. Three days later, Karen comes back and tells me that it's a crime to lie to her about where I work. I laugh. She tells me (laughs) that I'm being super unprofessional. Again, I laugh. So, for clarity, I work for a 100% work-from-home company that no one's ever heard of. And I haven't updated my LinkedIn since I started my job. I'm not even sure if it would be possible for a regular person to figure out who I work for. I go, 
Fine. Look, you can go complain to my boss if you want to, but I'm the general manager at the local Ford dealer. Four days have passed, and no, I don't work at the local Ford dealer. Karen hasn't come back. I sure hope the general manager at the local Ford dealer doesn't share a similar name to mine. Our next Reddit post is from Deleted. In school, I was relentlessly bullied. Two girls in particular had it out for me. I was shy, loved to read, and didn't do the popular stuff, so I was the perfect victim. They'd literally torture me by holding me down in the staircase when we were alone and sticking pinboard pins into my arms, legs, and feet. When I tried to tell teachers, they said that I either stepped on the pins or that I did it to myself. It didn't help that one of them was the daughter of one of the teachers at the school. Well, I finally got my revenge. I went to try out a new ice cream shop, and lo and behold, one of my bullies was serving the ice cream. I have multiple allergies, including milk and gluten, of which the ice cream shop claimed to be cautious. So I ordered gluten and dairy-free ice cream, and I set my phone camera up to film the area where the ice cream was being prepared because I saw the girl had recognized me and I was certain she would try something. And she did! I caught her on camera putting a spoonful of milk in the bottom of the bowl, and then crumbling up a cookie that had gluten in it over everything, and camouflaging it with the last scoop of ice cream. She put it down in front of me and said, I hope you enjoy it. I sweetly smiled at her and asked her if she could get the owner of the shop, because I wanted to thank her for being so welcoming to guests with allergies. You can guess what happened next. I showed the owner the video and told her that I wanted to press charges because in my country, it's considered a criminal offense called inflicting bodily harm to serve someone an allergen when you know that person is allergic. The bully will never work anywhere near food again, and she'll have this on her criminal record for years. Down in the comments, we have this reply from Big Daz. They do say that revenge is a dish best served cold, with extra sprinkles. Our next Reddit post is from Weird Vizsla. I'm currently in the South visiting family. When we were at a restaurant, my dad, who's a female to male trans, had to go to the bathroom. I'm still not entirely sure how, but a guy in there determined that he was trans and went shouting to the barman to kick my dad out. My dad, instead of trying to win that argument in a bar full of Southerners, decided to go in the complete other direction. He channeled his inner Southern righteous fury and went off on that man for accusing him of being transgender, demanded that he be kicked out, and called the guy an agent of Satan. Long story short, it worked. My dad got the other guy and his family kicked out, and got a free beer for his troubles. I thought this sub would appreciate that. Yeah, I'm with you, OP. How exactly did this guy determine that your dad was trans? That was our slash petty revenge. And if you like this content, be sure to follow my podcast because I put out new Reddit podcast episodes every single day.